Hello, and welcome to the We Game Change podcast. Thanks for tuning in and listening. We have a very special episode today, and I'm so excited to be on the pod with my mentee, Grayson Doctor. Everyone, it's Maria Taylor, one of the founding members of The Winning Edge. Hey, Grayson, how's it going? Hey, Maria, it's going great. How are you? I'm good. You know, I just finished doing Soul Cycle. College football is coming to an end. And now I get to spend more time talking to you and knowing exactly what's going on in your life. Because honestly, I've been so proud of everything you've been accomplishing over the last six months. So why don't you tell me about what inspired your journey to start grad school again and the goals that you set for yourself? Oh, thank you so much. Um, yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Uh, grad school has been a new experience, but I've really been enjoying it. Um, so I just I got to a point in my life where I felt like it wasn't going anywhere and I needed to make a change. Um, so I just kind of took some time to figure out a little bit more of like who I am and get to know me and what I like to do, things that I'm good at. And I just thought of ways that I could combine all of that. Um, and I came up with Syracuse University. So the <laughs> arts journalism program, <laughs> the arts journalism program um, was really, really like finding that program was a crucial step in my decision because it helped me to become a better writer. Um, and I got to learn how to cover the arts and that included like fashion and pop culture and music which are my focuses and what I really want to do in the future. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, so that's what um, that's how I came to this place in my life where I am now. Mm -hmm. um, some goals I set for myself. Hmm, let's see. For the school year, outside of like your regular, you know, you want to be involved and you want to get to know people, which that's that was a big one for me too, like meeting new people who are interested in doing the same things I'm doing or something mm -hmm. similar. Um, but also right now, I just really wanted to learn how, like, I wanted to learn more skills. I wanted to learn how to edit audio, how to make videos and edit that. Um, I really just wanted to become like a full rounded or a well-rounded multimedia journalist. And so that's what I've been focusing on up here. Um, yeah, I've strengthened my writing and I'm just learning so many different things that I was not doing before. Yeah, I got to tell you, I was in complete shock when I get the call from you or the text message and you're like, I think I figured out I need to go to Syracuse. I'm like, what? Where did that come from? I know. It literally was like that. Like, hey, girl, I, I know. <laughs> but the cool thing was, like, as soon as you made that decision, you put all of your energy and effort into it. And I feel like, what was it like maybe three weeks later or maybe a month or something later, we were in Syracuse together visiting yeah. like the potential professors that you could have. Um, almost walk me through the journey that we, we went on it together in some ways, but just mm -hmm. making it happen. Like saying, saying you're going to do it is one thing, but how were you mm -hmm. able to make it happen? Yeah. So it all, it all did happen really fast. It's mm -hmm. like I made the decision and then the ball really just got rolling. Like, um, but yeah, so I think I was just really determined to one, leave Charlotte. Um, mm -hmm. I needed a change. I felt like I had gotten to a point where I was moving past and like overcoming being depressed. Mm -hmm. And by staying in Charlotte, it wasn't helping that like it was kind of still feeding into the depression and just making me feel really bad. And so 
Um, I also, my last job I had, oh God, I hated that job so much. <laughs> it's like all of those things really became motivators for like, okay, like this is what you say you want to do. Let's really do it. And mm-hmm. I just, yeah, like I, I really think those things gave me the energy um, to just keep going and to feel motivated. So I just became really determined to um, make better of myself. Mm-hmm. And I pictured this life that I wanted for myself and I, it's just determination. Right. I don't think yeah. people really talk about it enough, but I mean, you mentioned depression and dealing with it. Describe what some of those triggers were or what it felt like in those moments, because I think we all deal with it on some levels. I feel like I go in and out of having anxiety with the workload or things like that. Mm-hmm. And we just don't talk about it enough, especially as black women, like you're just expected to handle and deal with everything. But the reality mm-hmm. is we can deal with some things that are very taxing mentally and it's a struggle. So take me back to those moments in Charlotte um, and what you were truly going through. Yeah, I I agree 100%. Um, but so, yeah, for me, it was just a very dark time. I like aside from just not being happy, it's like I just couldn't find the happiness or couldn't find a place where. I felt like I was comfortable um, and pleased and like just happy to do what I was doing. Um, I wasn't at one point I wasn't working and I wasn't in school. And so when you just have that moment where it's just like a bunch of downtime, that's when you really just kind of start to feel your feelings. And that's that's what I went through. Like I felt the loss of my mom. Like I just I felt the aloneness and I it just it was really hard. It was a hard place to be in. Um, so eventually I just was really tired of that. And I went to therapy. Um, my therapy had stopped for a minute. And after that, it was just, uh, it was so hard (laughs) because it felt like so many different things was like really trying to like keep me down. Like my therapy ending was one of those things. Um, because I had gotten into a schedule pretty much. I got into a routine where, I was doing my individual therapy with my therapist. And then I was also doing group therapy. Um, And just because of some state stuff that Mm -hmm. ended and that was, that was really sad. It hurt me because that's how I felt like I was making progress. And so um, it just, it started to become little things that kept happening that were just making me upset or angry or sad over and over and over again. And so um, when I got a job, you know, I thought like, okay, like this is great. And then more things happened with that. So it was literally just like one thing after the next. And I just was really tired of it. I had to make a change. Um, I could not go through that anymore. So yeah, that's here I am now <laughs> from those things that kept listening. You deserve all the snaps and claps and applause for (laughs) making it through such a dark time. It's interesting because when we first met, so you, for anyone who's listening and doesn't know, Grayson was a part of our inaugural Winning Edge um, mentor program. So she was at Johnson C. Smith. Um, Kareen knew her because she had teached her. What class was it? What what class were you in with her? Do you remember? Uh I, I don't know. Some kind of like that sports time. administration situation, something yeah, like that. It, <laughs> yeah, like something, something sports, like that. Right? I always wonder, like, how on earth did I end up with Kareen as my professor? Like, I, was I don't clearly know. Different. I do not know, but I do know it was a summer class. So that made mm-hmm. it even better. 
because it was such a small class mm-hmm. that we really had the chance to like actually get to know each other and like mm-hmm. everyone in the class like yeah participate and so yeah i felt like that was like the foundation of the relationship like the, everything really exactly and that's what i remember kareen coming back it's like yeah i've got this um young lady in the class her name's grayson and she's just like great good energy great personality and i think she'd be perfect for the program and like you guys should work together. She plays volleyball. She's tall. Perfect. You guys are the same person. And that's how we ended up together. And I remember like us first meeting and it's coming off of trauma and tragedy. Like you had just lost your mom. I mean, Mm. did you know what you were expecting when you joined this program or were you kind of just going through the motions? Like, what do you remember about that first year or summer? I can't remember when we first actually started. Yeah. So I think it was, I think it was the summer Mm. and uh before i went home for the the year i think is how yeah it was the summer before i went home so mm-hmm. at that point i was really excited and i believe that was before i lost my mom yeah it was yeah i think so when we actually had initially had the conversation about the program mm-hmm. and so at yep. that point i was super excited because i was just like I I really wanted to work with Kareen in any way I could at that point. So I was like, oh, this is a really great opportunity. You know, it's going to um, give me a chance to, one, figure out exactly what I want to do after school, but also, like, get involved with different parts of sports. So, like, media, because I think at that point I was kind of starting to focus a little bit on media, mm-hmm. um, but I still didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. So I was really excited at that point. I just, I didn't know exactly what I was getting into, but I've had a great feeling about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, after when we came back um, to the school year was after I lost my mom. And at that point, I probably was just going through the motions. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like I came back to school like two months after, I think two months after losing my mom. And so at that point, I kind of felt like, okay, let me try to get back into like a habit, like try to feel normal again and mm-hmm. not really realizing that wasn't going to happen. So it took me a little bit of time to, you know, get adjusted and like really get a hold on things, get a hold of the program that I was in. And yeah, once that happened, I felt like um, it was, it's just been great ever since. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Cause we were just like, well, just get her to graduation. Like that was the biggest thing at the end <laughs> yeah. of the day is like, just graduate, you know, get through the volleyball season, finish up. And you did all those things. Like you knocked it out of the park. And then there was a little bit of a break where you were figuring out exactly what you wanted. So when do you think the, I feel like our relationship has bloomed over the course of this year. Like, I feel like I need you a lot. Like you remind me that there's a reason why I'm going to work and doing what I do. You know what I mean? So I can have the Mm -hmm. opportunity to help or do whatever for you or anyone a mentor, any mentee that I have. So I know that you've kind of inspired me in so many ways and just kind of given me a a refreshing new outlook on everything. Mm -hmm. I think I can get really focused on like the minuscule daily trials and errors or the things that you deal with, you know, maybe being a black woman in sports or Mm -hmm. just the wear and tear of the seasons. But then I get to go to Syracuse and spend time with you before your semester starts, or I get to hear some of the things that you're doing. And I'm like, that excites me and just like gives me renewed energy. Um, Mm -hmm. How would you describe our relationship or how would you describe what the winning edge has meant to you? 
Yes. So I'm so happy to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's true. (laughs) Yeah, it is. And I honestly feel like it's been the same way for me. Like you've Mm -hmm. really been um, a motivation for me and was part of the reason why I was like, okay, like this next step is very crucial. What are you going to do? Like figure it Mm -hmm. out. How do you move forward? And it's, it was really great. Like you said, to see just a black woman working in sports, but also like, even if I don't want to do sports, you were still doing something that I enjoyed. And so I just, I felt like, um, over the past year, especially like, I think we've gotten a lot closer. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just really helped me personally because I feel like I have someone who I can look up to. Um, especially since I don't have my mom anymore, who was really like my big role model, you know? So now, um, and honestly, outside of my mom, I still didn't have like a lot of women in my life. Mm-hmm. So it's just been really nice now to build a relationship with somebody who's like not my family, you know, who's like really serious in her career and also really accomplishing really great things because I look at you and I'm just like, yes, this is it. <laughs> yes. Like I, and also like I can do it. Like if Maria can do it, I can do it. If she can juggle all of these things on her plates, stay busy. <laughs> you can do it. And exactly like I can do it too. So I think that's been um, a really big part of my healing process is just like being able to talk to you about things and just being able to look up to you. So that's, that's helped me a lot. Yeah. I feel like there's so much truth and like people are brought into your life for a reason mm-hmm. and you know what I mean? Like there, there's a reason why I feel like you were brought into my life. And even if it's like, yeah, I remember I we went to the Syracuse game, you came to the football game. It's like, you don't care about football or I know. you don't really care about <laughs> basketball, but like we get to still hang out and like, it's cool to see you there. And like, that is a great, that is one of my favorite games of the season, just because we were able to hang out the entire time and just like yes. have fun and have your positive energy there. And I remember talking to, I have a producer that's with me. He was like, I really liked her. I'm like, I know everyone loves her. <laughs> She's a good person. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like you make people happy, whether you know that or not. And I know that you do that for me. So it's just been kind of cool to watch you flourish. I even have a, um, so I have this planner and it made me do a vision board and you have to do like your one year goal and your five year and your lifetime goals. And under Mm -hmm. my one year, it's like, make sure Grayson graduates and gets a job. You know, like that's how much of you are family now and we're in it together. You know, yeah, exactly. I feel the same way. I'm like, no, guys, we're in this. Like, <laughs> right. We're committed at this point. OK, we're committed. But I just I do feel like you were just a really big part of my transition up here and mm-hmm. my decision for even wanting to go back to grad school. So mm-hmm. I I it like all of this was inevitable. And I really do feel like it's crazy too, because I always think like, gosh, like Maria literally stepped in right after I lost my mom. like. Mm. It, it all just came how it was supposed to happen. And I'm, I'm just blown away. Because mm-hmm. I really am just, um, just being able to like be around you, build a relationship with you. It's just, it's, it really helps me. Um, and I appreciate your support because mm-hmm. I really wouldn't be able to do this without you guys, without you or Kareem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so- girl, you are literally our, our token story. I hate to say that, like we're the token blacks or whatever, but you yeah. are like, you're the paper child. Like if we had a magazine, you'd be up front and center on it because of all that you've been able to do. And listen, we're always going to be here to support you. 
And the cool thing about what we're discussing or what we're allowing whoever's listening to hear is like, this is just one story mm-hmm. of all of the relationships that are built in the winning edge. You know what I mean? Like we have a great relationship, but Corrine has incredible mentoring relationships and we've got other students or student athletes that are out here, like making real waves and working at universities and working with the college football playoff. And you can't even imagine the kind of like, hopefully the tentacles that are spreading out. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's cool to just even be a small part of that story. Um, So now go ahead. Yeah, sorry. It is. It's really cool to, to, especially I think being a part of the first class and just to see like all of the progress that's happened since then and how many more people have like come into the program and connected with you guys, connected with other people. Like it's, it's been really encouraging, but also kind of like rewarding in a way. Mm-hmm. And I, I say that in the like least selfish way as possible, but. <laughs> It really has been amazing to see like how much the winning edge has grown and just how many lives that it's changing. Mm-hmm. And so with all that being said, I think it's always important for us to let like our listeners know that the winning edge is here and it's not going anywhere, but we could always use help. So if you are a faculty member at a university and you know of scholarships that you could tell us about, send them to us. If you are someone who's willing to make a monthly donation or a yearly donation, please go on our website um, and make sure that we have an opportunity to use those funds to help the next Grayson or to help the next person that comes along and wants to go to school or wants to have an internship, but they can't necessarily pay for whatever that living in New York costs. Not everyone has that kind of money. And those are the kind of things that we're doing. It's not just about, you know, me or Kareen or the people that are already on staff. It's about creating this incredible network of people who could help us move this thing above and beyond probably what we dreamed up in Charlotte back in the day. When we were plucking people like Grace Nata Johnson, C. Smith. <laughs> we probably had no clue where we would be right now, but that's mm-hmm. where we are. So I don't know if you have any closing words, but I just want to say, Grace, that I love you. I appreciate you. We are winning edge for life, okay? (laughs) And no matter where you go from here, I'll be there for you. There's a reason why we're together and we will always be together. Yes. Thank you so much, Maria. I love you too. I'm so thankful and appreciative of everything that you and the program has done for me. Um, And I, yeah, I look forward to seeing what the next steps for all of us are for this, for me, for you, for the program, um, and just to see how many more people come in and how many more lives are changed. That's what we do. Yeah. We game change. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. And stay tuned for our next podcast. Make sure you log on to our website, winningedgeleadership.org. And you can sign up for updates or you can sign up to help or you can sign up to donate, which we will always take more money. Um, And we appreciate you guys for being supporters. And we appreciate you for believing in our vision and help us to continue to game change. 